Welcome, one and all, to another episode of the Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind podcast. My name's Imran, TJ Sutherland, Dan Collicott. With new episodes released on the first and third Mondays of the month, catch Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind podcast at foreverinelectricdreams.com. Hello, everybody. You are listening to the Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind podcast. Our podcasts are released on the first and third Monday of every month. Just go to foreverinelectricdreams.com. Make sure you use the number four rather than the word four. And also follow us in Twitter at foreverelectric to check out our latest episodes. But speaking of this evening's episode, I am here with Imran Mirza. Hi, hello. Who's unsure that he's here, but he is here. <laughs> and, I am, uh, yeah. And the wonderful TJ Sutherland. Hello. It's fantastic to be with you both again. And yourself, sir. Well, thank you. I am Dan Collicott, I believe, last time I checked. <laughs> and it's good to check that I haven't been rebooted or reimagined as someone else because we are talking in today's episode about reboots, reimaginings, retooling, um, any other kind of, um, what else would you call it? Um, any, anything that reinvigorate invigorates an existing franchise, uh, takes an original idea and builds upon it or starts that story again. Uh, mainly, I think we're focusing on film in this podcast and really we? speaking about... Well, I mean, we can... That, that, stitches, up my, that stitches up my choice then, but I'm going <laughs> okay. to go... I'm going to do it anyway, just because... <laughs> well, no, no, I think it's, it's good to talk about TV as well. Um, but um, I think... All of us have different um, reboots and franchises and films that we we have loved. Uh, There's there's plenty of uh, reboots out there which we really wish were left alone. And I'm sure amongst the three of us, there's quite a lot of uh, different franchises and stories that we would actually like um, restarted, rebooted, reimagined, because they hold so much importance and nostalgia in our life. But let's start with the bad. So, uh, TJ, um, what is a really terrible um, franchise or, or kind of story that you have recently seen, be it a film or TV, that you really rather they had just left alone? Um, quite frankly, the Dallas reboot that they did, uh, really upset me. I mean, you know, it was a TV show that I held very close to my heart and, um, Never, never would I have thought that you would start with the Dallas reboot. Fantastic. I'll, I'll say no um, more. <laughs> no, um, as much as I, I hear that was pretty terrible, actually, but um, no, that's not my not my pick for. Can I just say uh, I'm I'm so mar- I'm so disappointed that isn't your legit pick. I honestly thought <laughs> like, oh, he's really going left field, and I thought, yes, yeah, let's do I'm that. Ready for it. I want to talk about Dallas. I want to talk. Yeah, Dallas. We don't talk about the Ewings uh, enough, <laughs> and I, I absolutely think we should. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, podcasts that are about fictional oil magnate families <laughs> are just, you know, they're just not ten a penny. We should bring yeah, it back. Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, apparently, they did a reboot of Dynasty as well, um, which is weird. Um, yeah, there's, there's been a lot of uh, terrible reboots out there of uh, TV shows that just didn't need to be touched again. Um, but in terms of a movie reboot that. Um, I feel kind of fell very short of the mark in a lot of respects uh, was the Superman Returns reboot of the nice. Superman franchise, obviously. Um, one directed by certain Mr. Singer and starring Brandon Roof. Um, it, it was a bit of a weird one, actually, because it was... It felt like 
uh, they were trying to do a huge nostalgia trip, but mm. in doing, I, I, which I can kind of, I, I can kind of understand why you would go down that route, especially with such a beloved franchise. But it felt like they just went a bit too hard on on that, and then also throwing in curveballs with you know Lois having the kid and. You know, there, there there were lots of weird sort of notes in there that was just a bit, I don't know, just felt quite flat to me. And I just felt it was, especially, I mean, I know the original Superman series of films kind of fell off a cliff after the second one, to be honest. But um, yeah, it just, it, when they did, the, when they did reboot as well, it was a lot of optimism. It'd been quite a while as well. So you kind of think, you know, given that, you've given the franchise time to breathe and uh, an opportunity for people to kind of a new generation of fans to kind of pick up on it. But yeah, it just, it didn't quite hit the mark for me and just felt like a bit of a, a massive letdown. And, um, and, and, and again, even with the, the re reboot with uh, Henry Carville, Henry Carville, um, there are some interesting things in there. And I, I think they're better films than the singer one was. In, in a lot of ways, but again, there's a few things that I don't know. Maybe they just don't quite know how to do a Superman uh, movie to, you know, make it, I don't know, relevant or um, well, however you want to describe it. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, that was one of the biggest ones that um, in recent memory. That and Dallas, obviously. <laughs> It, it's strange because I remember seeing it. I think I actually saw that at the cinema and I don't really m- remember much of the plot. I think, um, I'm going to call him, is it not Brandon Roth? Is it Brandon Ruth? Uh, uh, well, it's spelled R-O-U-T-H. So I always, in my head, I always pronounce it Ruth, but. Ah, fair enough. I generally um, don't know. I but I, I actually enough. thought him, you know, his casting, his acting was fine. I can't remember anything that was, Genuinely, that offensive about yeah. the, the setup. I just remember the plot being really dull. Yeah, I think that's it. I think it wasn't that it was, it wasn't that it was offensive at all, or that he was a terrible Superman, or or anything like that. Um, it just it just felt like a bit of a, a real nothing mo- movie to me, which is a shame considering you know a lot of the strong storylines that Superman's had over the years. The amount of content that they could have pulled from you know just using a lot of the same key beats that they had in the in the first superman film just felt a bit i don't know it just felt really weak to me so yeah also am i right in thinking and again trying to remember but wasn't kevin spacey um he was indeed lex luther yeah which yeah. you think i mean i could not think of a more perfect yeah. uh lex luther than kevin yeah. spacey um, yeah, no, it was it, you know it had it had a lot of the ingredients there to to make a good movie, but yeah, it was a bit of a yawn fest, quite frankly. So yeah, it's my thing. I, I, I can agree on that one. So Imran, what uh, what franchise or film uh, would you kill dead and erase from history? Uh, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> if you could, oh, yeah, that's a good one well, actually. Okay. Firstly, I want to put my bid in for Brandon Ralph as opposed to Roth or Ruth. That's just me. Ralph, right, actually, <laughs> yeah, that, that would make more sense. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I didn't get to say anything, but I, I, you know, I agree with you, Tej. I was, I was massively let down. I thought he was a huge. He was nothing but a, uh, a glorified weightlifter in that film. He just caught things and picked things up, and that was really all there Picks was to it. And, yeah, didn't it was just the planet as well. At one point. It was like the, the big kryptonite planet from the that yeah, Lex yeah, yeah. inexplicably wants to build for no reason at all. It, it made no sense. It was a pure comic yeah. book nonsense. But anyway, and he, um, and he had a super and he had a super kid. He had a super kid as well. <laughs> Gosh, I forgot about it. the plane yeah. scene was pretty epic. I have to say that I, that was a pretty fantastic scene to see in the cinema. It was a good intro. So yeah, it's it started it started off really nicely and then just kind of fell off a cliff rapidly mm. after that. So. But, but for sorry, my, yeah, my, yeah. my bid for it, I, I certainly wouldn't give it the intro that Dan has about killing it dead and never wanting to see it again or anything, but, and, <laughs> but from my pick, yeah, it's, it's, it is my pick. Cause it's the one I kind of, yeah. Anyway, uh, 
is hopefully this is controversial i hope you guys argue with me a bit but i'm gonna say terminator because dan which one well that's that's well each one has has been an attempt to reboot because i I don't want to get lost in the terminology of reboot in terms of well because they are technically Mm -hmm. all continuations aren't they i think the new one is supposed to be after the second one now but all of them have continued that same story and i i think dan when we discussed Bond a couple of episodes ago, Dan had this really great line where he said, how many things can you take away from Bond until he's not Bond anymore? You know, because he's defined by these very key things. And I think with a Terminator movie, it's sort of like every, you know, yes, there's definitely Terminator salvation where this sort of doesn't all apply to, but it's like everyone is about, okay, there's a checklist. You have to travel back in time. You have to have two Terminators go to, or two people or two Terminators going back in time. They have to go for a Connor. They have to have to be naked. Have to be naked. Time travel does not like clothes. <laughs> exactly. What's up with that? You can take anyway. But um, it's just this this thing. You have to go back in time. You have to go for a Connor. You have to prevent this from happening. And it's like, oh God, like. Arnold has to repeating be in it. Arnold, uh, yeah, sorry, that was another one on my list. Arnold again has to be in this film in some capacity, and it's always like, mm. why? Why does you have to keep doing this? So I appreciated Salvation in that it did try to break that, but then again, Wait, you've which got Arnold in it, the Bale one, Christian Bale one, which was set during the oh, actual war. The oh yes, yes. Oh, the one with Bale's John Connor. Oh, was that the yeah. fourth one? Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 I think it yeah. is. Yeah, and it's just yeah. it, it's sort of the checklist of things for these films. I just I think mm. Terminator One is a freaking masterpiece. It is it is it's a horror yeah. film for me, as opposed to mm. you know anything else. I think it's it's just a masterpiece. And the second one, obviously, it was times but times ten, and it was in terms of their budget and everything. And again, another it's more of an action movie was the second one. Yes, that's yeah. a great point. It is. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But I think subsequent films have been okay. Let's travel back in time, and for this one specific point in time again, or or continuations of got to kill John, got to kill uh, his mom, and it's just oh, like hang on, hang on. Have you seen Dark Fate? Say that again. No, I haven't. Is that have the new one? Yeah. No, yes. I haven't seen it, but I'm guessing they travel back in time. <laughs> but that, this is a hard argument. To, I mean, I only say this because I feel like I'm one of about four people in the UK who actually went to see it. <laughs> um, Has it underperformed? Um, critically, it didn't do too bad. I think it will probably break even um, in terms of what they spent on it, although there, there's a lot of rumours that the marketing budget was huge. So, um, uh, thing is, yeah. the thing is, people people have been burned by that franchise so much. It's it mm. was always going to be a hard sell, wasn't it? I actually don't think it is yeah. a franchise, though. That's the thing that I don't think people realize. Like, no one's actually tried to. It's always been a continuation of the events. You know, they may not reference specifically every event from the previous films, but for some reason, yeah. it's just it's one long ass story where you just keep going back in time. That didn't work. Let's do it again. That didn't work. Let's do it again. But no one's ever tried to tell, like, if you want to reboot and start again and do number one all over again, that I wouldn't jump for joy about it, but it would at least, okay, let's do it a little bit differently. But I don't think that that would one would work either because the others haven't. And can I make my very final point? Actually, I've just realized this. Tej, I didn't know you were going to pick Superman, but your Superman they actually they uh that brand of ralph movie i remember when that came out they put that as number three so they disregarded superman three and four and then they put that movie as their new number three and that's what happens so with actually, this dark fate wow. and that Didn't the dark fate that. film yeah, they did the same thing with this terminator film they've disregarded the other terminator films and they've said this is the official number three that. that's yeah, really now weird. you say that 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 rings a bell because in the storyline, wasn't there this thing where where he'd left Earth or something like that? Yeah, yeah. And that was the time in which Lois had the had the yeah. So both of baby. our picks are basically they've they've just slotted them in the middle of <laughs> of the other series of films, oh, yeah, which is yeah. like what? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, okay. So I didn't mean uh, that, to go uh, back that, onto that Superman, actually, but 
No, no, no. That that completely rings a bell, and that's a very yeah. good point. And they've yeah. done the same thing with but this then, new Terminator film. Again, you've, you've, they've made it number three because Jim Cameron's back, and it's like, come on, like just anyway. I guess the problem. I guess the problem though is that you start if you you know if we start going down that road, like you said a minute ago, we'll then start getting into you know what what does it classify to be a reboot? Yeah, yeah. You know, are, yes, are you yeah, are yeah, you yeah. Re, are you rebooting the story, or I mean, sorry, are you rebooting the franchise by going okay? Let's wipe everything off, clean the uh, clean the slate, and restart the story again from the beginning. Or, you know, we've already had three mm. film, we've already had four films. Let's disregard the last two and put right. in a, like, you know, uh, how do you how do you classify exactly what a reboot is? I mean, what? to me, well, sorry, go on. Well, I was just going to say, I, I think the reboot is so. If you look at the Christian Bale one, that was supposed to be the start of a series of films of him in that time, but it underperformed and they yeah. pulled the plug. So that's mm-hmm. the sort of, so it ends up being a standalone film within the canon. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're still treating the yeah, other yeah. films as what happened. So it's sort of a reboot, but each one has actually been a failed reboot because it's never done well enough to warrant a continuation of that new series, even though it's all within but- the same timeline, which is insane. I don't get it. But it's yeah. That, that's the same with the the one with the Queen of Dragons. What, what's um, I actually I yeah don't even know the name. Daenerys yeah or so, Amelia Clark yeah yeah. That oh, yeah. one was actually supposed to again almost like be a, a, a re a reboot of the franchise. It was supposed to be they were supposed to be doing two or three films. So it was supposed to be a oh, fresh. Which, which is the one with Amelia Clark? Is that the one with Christian Bale as well? No, no, this is no, a whole no, other one. It, there was another one. Holy, it's called Genesis. That's it, Genesis. Yeah. Jimmy um, Christmas. How many of these films? <laughs> <laughs> I, wow. I have to okay. say, in defence of this, and it, it's a strange defence to make because I do agree with everything you're saying, Imran. But the but interestingly enough, I went to see Dark Fate. I don't know why. I uh, I think I, I went with a friend who, for some reason, really wanted to see it. And I wanted to see it to be fair, but I just didn't yeah. get around to seeing it. Well, it, it's genuinely like it's genuinely a good film. Like I think if if you you are a fan of the first two Terminator films, there's enough in in Dark Fate to make you happy. The mm. problem is that everyone's so worn out by all these these kind of terrible sequels, reboots already in this franchise that. That no one really wanted to see it again. They, they they were done. You know, Genesis was was the final nail in the coffin. It was such a terrible film that people generally just didn't want to return to it. But but it was a shame because um, this generally felt like a proper Terminator film. It you know it, it felt like the third in the series. You you could you know convincingly think you know that this this would have been pretty good had it come out. I don't know, 10, 15 years ago when um, we were still up for it, you know, when... Or if, all the, other, or if all the other films hadn't come out and this it, film then not, came out a few years later, then, it, yeah. It definitely. And I think maybe even after Terminator 3, because Terminator 3 wasn't that terrible, but, you know, mm. people... I don't know. Some people like it. I'm not a massive fan, but I think, you know... It, it, if it wasn't for Genesis and Salvation already just ruining that franchise, this this would have been quite good. So it it I, I advise you both to watch it uh, and come back yeah, to well, me. And yeah. I definitely, yeah, I, I, it's been in my plans to go uh, to go and see it. Like I, 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 um, you know, Cameron coming back on board um, really interested me, and the fact that it, you know the, they said it's good, like it carries on from where. T two left off that had me intrigued, so it's definitely it's um to watch. It's also Tim Miller from you know the guy who did Deadpool, Deadpool and apparently yeah. him and Cameron feuded, fell out over yeah. yeah over this film like absolutely went to war because they both had completely different visions of it, mm. and you wouldn't pick that up from the film at all. There's there's nothing in the script. The story is fairly solid, coherent. It, it it doesn't really, apart from offering, there's nothing that original in it because there can't be. They, they've done it to death. It still feels like quite, uh, by today's standards, when you look at some of the 
horrific DC films out there. Um, it, it, this is pretty decent. So, yeah, it, it, it's a really strange one. Because there was also a Terminator TV series, wasn't there? There was indeed. Yeah. With so, uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles, yeah. uh, played by Lena Hedy. Wow. Good Green Cersei kicked ass in the future or the past. I don't know. I didn't oh watch it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, about you, Mr. Collicott? What would you what 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 do you hate? What do you want to destroy? What do you want to kick in the nuts and tell them that their <laughs> father left them? Quite a lot of reboots that I don't like, but um, I was kind of I was toying around with. Please don't touch Star Wars, please. God. No, we'll no, be here all night. <laughs> no, we're not going there. Although technically, it's, they're all continuations, not reboots. Oh, which I was kind of having the same issue with. Uh, Alien, Convenant, and oh, uh, Prometheus—they're <laughs> pretty much they're pretty much a continuation. So I don't think I've touched those. So I will go with a quite recent one, uh, which is the Predator reboot. Now I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's a reboot. Um, I so it, I've it, not. It, seen, it, is it, is this it, the new it, film you're talking too. about? Yeah, the, the Shane Black one. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I. I thought that was a reboot, but I've not seen it. But I thought it was the way it came across to me. It was like a restart. It might be like again. It might. It's a little bit like Terminator in that it it told it almost retold the same story, Hmm. but it could exist quite comfortably exist with the events of the first film with Arnie still being in there, Hmm. Um, but. I don't think they're heavily... I can't actually remember if the events of the first and second film are referenced um, in that film, as in there's not really any continuity. There's not. They don't revisit any characters or storylines. It, it, it kind of... It feels like um, with the world of, of aliens and Predator and things like that, that they've always been visiting Earth and doing dumb alien-like things for, you know, for decades. And, I, you know, I, I, I had such high hopes for this film because, you know, I, I quite like Shane Black. And he seemed to be the right director. The trailers seemed to um, suggest that it was, it was heading in the right direction. Mm. Um, and obviously, I don't know if, if either of you have seen aliens versus predator i think there's about three of those unfortunately but it had all the most irritating kind of almost kind of like 80s sci-fi tropes like it had how dare you disney sci-fi tropes it just i think it just doesn't it it works if, if you're watching goonies or something like that but you don't really like when you're talking your r rated you know Aliens, Predator movie, or Hellboy, or anything like that. You, you don't really want a precocious kid in it <laughs> who can somehow talk to the, you know, talk to the aliens or Doctor this, this kid can basically decipher code. He's like autistic; he has learning difficulties, but he can decipher the most incredible kind of uh, Predator codes just by you know in seconds. And it's just like, wow, wow, did we? Really, do we, do we kind of need this? None of the other Predator films have had a, you know, a precocious um, teenager mm. who helps them beat beat down the evil. It, it was just weird, and it also had had a Predator dogs or uh, Predator hounds. Holy smokes! And one of them gets shot in the head. And for the rest of the film, sort of acts friendly. So it's like, okay, so you get shot in the head and you're sort of friendly now. And it, it, there, there's so I'm many things. Come back from that whole statement right there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I, don't know what, I don't know what to say. Um, but it was hugely disappointing. Uh, no, no, because I, mean, I love... For me, no, Jesse Ventura, I'm not interested. It's just... <laughs> Or Apollo Crews. Apollo yeah. Crews? No, Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed, Apollo yeah. Creed. But yeah, so I guess that, that is my choice for a, a recent, very, very kind of bad one that they threw a lot of money and expertise at and it completely 
missed. I don't think it made a lot of money at the box office. And it kind of means that that's probably going to be their last attempt at doing any more Predator films, which is probably a good thing. But let's let's go let's go to the power of positivity and start discussing uh some recent TV or film reboots that we did enjoy. TJ, what is a uh a much loved reboot of yours? Cool. Um so one of my favourite reboots um of all time has got to be the Dallas reboot that happened back in Tennessee. <laughs> Oh, how many times can I reference Dallas in a in a podcast? Right, um, easily. Um, either like wasn't even a, I didn't even have to think twice about this. My favorite reboot has got to be the two thousand four reboot of Battlestar Galactica, at Grey Star Screens. Um, it took a you know mildly entertaining show and for me rebooted it into uh, one of the most compelling thought-provoking TV series is that TV series that I've had the pleasure of uh, watching. Um, it covered a myriad of topics, you know, political drama, religious debate, psychological, um, you know, make of people, sci-fi action, uh, adventure, metaphor, like, you know, a brilliant cast, great storylines, um, you know, the ending of the show was hugely divisive. I didn't mind it too much, but I noticed a lot of people really hated it. Um, but for me, it was one of it's one of my all time favorite TV shows, hands down. Absolutely love it. I, I would agree. I think it even set the standard for how uh, for the quality of kind of writing and budget and and, and acting that. TV series has to be now. But you're going to hate me, TJ, because technically it's not a reboot. Same universe and follows after the events of the original series. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) It was, um, yeah, it's it's such a great show. I'm going to put it in there. I I completely agree with you. I mean, I, I was frantically looking for more kind of Battlestar Galactica related content when it finished because I couldn't I couldn't handle the end. I was like, I need more. I watched Did you see uh, Blood, and, Blood and Chrome? And I did see Blood and Chrome and I watched Caprica. I quite I actually quite enjoyed Caprica. Hmm. Um I don't know if you've seen it. Yes, yeah, Caprica was, I, I enjoyed it as well. I, that was another one yeah. that was a little bit some people liked it, some people didn't. I I, I enjoyed it. But yeah. It, it started, I think it, it took a lot to get into because it was a bit kind of teen angsty. Hmm. It, it was a bit, it was kind of more like a, a weird kind of US teen drama than it was sci-fi. But once it kind of got, got into its stride, I thought it was really good. Hmm. Um, really, really yeah, I mean, that. it was nowhere near as strong as BSG, but I mean, that was a pretty tough act to follow because it was just ridiculously good, but yeah. So how do you feel, I have to ask, I know we mentioned this on a recent podcast, but how do you feel about uh, another, well, technically it's apparently it's not a reboot. Um, <laughs> Sam Esmail, I don't even know if I've pronounced his name right, I hope so, Who who's uh, behind the amazing Mr. Robot, hmm. which um, I don't know, This the, the recent series of Mr. Robot has just been, absolutely fantastic hmm. uh, i know some of the series in between have been quite turgid and hard to watch but this bringing it all together is fantastic so it gives me great um hope for another Battlestar galactica which uh, again apparently he's not rebooting it it's set in the same universe hmm. i don't know what timeline it is but yeah tj what do you think of that are you, are you um, happy? I'm, yeah no i'm i'm happy and i'm excited um, and also at the same time, as with anything that you have a love for that you hear is going to be rebooted, um, there's an element there's a element of fear or trepidation about what they're going to do with it. I mean, there are so many characters that I loved from BSG that it will be weird kind of watching a whole new thing. But, you know, I'm going into it with, you know, an open mind and, you know, the guy's... Got pedigree, Mr. Robot, 
absolutely fantastic TV show. Although I need to catch up with that. Actually, I've fallen behind on that. Um, so yeah, um, cautiously optimistic. Um, so what about yourself? What uh, what would you say is your favorite reboot slash not actually reboot uh, actual continuation? Because we don't know what the real definition of a reboot is. Well, yeah, there's quite a few I was actually thinking of. But I thought, you know what, let's go for something really, really topical. Um, so I wasn't I wasn't a fan of The Golden Compass. Um, uh... But I have to say the His Dark Materials BBC series is phenomenally good. TJ, I want to hear what you would like to uh well let's not use the term reboot we'll get lost again but a a, a beloved franchise story whatever whatever it is that uh clearly has finished is not 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 running in, on tv or film or comics or whatever that you would like to now see uh brought back um oh actually so i thought about this quite a bit and uh i'd really love to see dallas return to our screens again because um i feel like it <laughs> all right sorry that joke's well played out no i would and there's rumors that they will come back again at some point but i would like to see um the recent shows that got cancelled from netflix so the daredevils um jessica jones Yes, maybe even Iron Fist. Um, okay. I'd, li- I'd like to see those get uh, rebooted, continued, whatever it is that Disney decide to do with the properties. Because, um, I've, especially starting, you know, going with Daredevil, I, you know, I thought that was an absolutely superb show. Again, brilliant casting. Um, I think there was a lot more stories to tell there as well. I mean, there's tons of source material there anyway, so. Um, so yeah, I'd like, sorry, say, uh, say, well, that's what I mean for all of them. Um, you know, I'd like to see all of them return. Actually, I would like to see all of them return, even Iron Fist. I know it got a bit of a, bit of a panning by some critics, but I, again, I think there's still a lot of stories to tell there with all of those characters. And I think if they got a bit more love from Disney, and kind of folded a bit more into the MCU. There's, you know, a few more references there. You know, the show's returned on Disney+. Plus. You know, Disney, I know, are making moves to make sure that the, the TV universe and the movie universe are a bit more connected, and Kevin Feige's overseen the whole thing. So, um, so if they were brought back, I think they would be a lot more ingrained in the MCU as a whole. So, so yeah, I if, the, if anything was going to get rebooted... And again, like I say, I'm hearing rumors that 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 you know there's a very good chance that they will come return at some point. Um, it would be those shows. I was just to say the most upsetting thing about that was how they handled the defenders, the, the actual show that brought them all together. It was so terrible, and they need to put that right. I, I would, yeah. I could sleep if they just put that right. <laughs> there, but yeah, there were parts of it. Yeah, like that whole thing of the whole group of them coming together. I think the chemistry between them was really, really good. Um, just to show, I, need, I think just needed to be a little bit tighter and have a bit better writing. But yeah, I, I think they work together as as a group. But uh, yeah, so Imran, I know you're uh, gagging to tell us about why you want more Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles TV shows and films in your life. So yeah, here's your chance. Uh, we'll we'll just make a cup of tea, but you carry on. <laughs> Well, interestingly enough, that isn't my pick. Uh, my pick is the what? classic. Yeah, yeah, bringing it down. Blasphemy. But the my pick is the eighties. Uh, I think classic cartoon that no one seems to talk about. But Centurions, uh, Power Extreme themselves. Oh. You, you guys familiar with that one, right? Yeah, all time classic cartoon. So just to say, I could, I could actually, just... I could reel off about six different eighties cartoon, eighties early nineties cartoons lot. that. I could uh, I'd love to see rebooted or remade. Mask. Visionaries. Visionaries. Wow, Mysterious yeah. Cities of Gold. Dungeons wow, and Dragons. Pick. Um, Octanin and the Three Musker Hounds. Uh, oh, no. no. <laughs> Everyone loves oh, that cartoon, yeah, yeah. but I... Yeah, yeah. 
Anyway. Well, yeah, well, just to tee this up for anyone who hasn't, uh, who, who are unfamiliar with Centurion. Centurions, I, I don't even know who the heck they were. There were three guys. There was uh, Ace McLeod who Ace, managed Ace McLeod. the air. I was a Jake Rockwell guy. Wild oh, Weasel was the coolest thing in the world to me. Uh, so there's Jake Rockwell who was on land, and then there was Max Ray. Is that right? Max Ray, yeah, yeah. Who Max was Ray. No one seed. liked Max Ray. No one liked Max Ray. It's the moustache, man. Everyone was either <laughs> exactly. Everyone was either Ace McLeod or or um, Jake, Jake Rockwell. Rockwell. Yeah, no one liked. Oh, yeah, no, no one liked. Good old. No, was the villain Dick Hard on? No, I'm, I'm being silly. Carry <laughs> on. Carry on. They all had ridiculous. It's like you were watching the wrong show, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was watching. I was watching the uh, Pornhub version. <laughs> oh no, sorry. Carry on. So I don't even know who they were. They were just like these sort of de- literally defenders of the of the world. And there was a, a late defenders crystal. of the earth. No, that was defenders a different of the earth. That was that it was, wasn't it? There was that crystal who was in Sky Bolt or Sky, Sky Vault. Skynet or something. Oh, in, Skynet. In... Oh, no, no, no. That's, totally no that's, that's, yeah, that was an earlier reboot we discussed. <laughs> <laughs> but she would, they would, you know, hold, they would just get on their walkie-talkie watches. Crystal, beam me down this variation. And didn't she have an orangutan with her as well? She did. She had inexplicably... <laughs> Well, I think random I orangutan in, in the space but station. But that was like, that was like an 80s rule, though. You needed a gimmicky animal... Well, no, it, <laughs> you, you have to have a monkey in, in the space station. That's quite, spe- quite a specific uh, re- uh, requirement. No, but it was no, but it was Snarf for Thundercats. It was Orko for He Man. Oh, you had to have your gimmicky eighties. I don't yeah. know what you call it. Like just keep uh, just comic relief. Yeah, basically. kind of. And he was just that that orangutan, just inexplicably there. And uh, you know, did its thing. I, I have no idea what what they did in that thing. They just they just never came out. to earth. <laughs> just hanging out. And yeah, the, so the they would. Yeah, they would. They just just hanging out. Wearing a Probably chief IT officer or what something. Was, what was the gimmick? What was the gimmick? All I remember is they had very loud yellow and blue power armor, but I don't quite know why. Is that is that it? No. no they, well, well no, they all the had different extreme. colored. Yeah, they, they all had different coloured suits. One, Ace McLeod was blue, Jake Rockwell was yellow, and Max Ray was green. And uh, they were all specialists of land, sea, and air. And they were fighting against, I forget the name of the villain. It was a red... He, oh, what was I want to say like Doc Ock, but that's not it, obviously. But it was something... No, it was Doctor... Something like that, yeah. Doctor, Ter- Doctor Terror or something like that. <laughs> Doctor Terror, Doctor Terror. It was Doctor Terror. Oh, was it? Oh, well. It was Dr. Terror. Oh, oh, well, okay. He's a not, not imaginative, really, at all, are we? <laughs> <laughs> and he, I, I think his, I think his whole MO was that he was trying to, I don't think he was trying to, do, I mean, it was, I suppose it was a classic villain, wasn't it? Just trying to take over the planet or whatever. Yeah. And they used to fight him and his troops and every Saturday morning for 20 minutes, they went out and kicked ass <laughs> in vehicles and we That's cheered right. on and it was great. And there Crystal. were no black characters. So, you know, no one noticed that though, but hey, you know, don't hold that one. Don't hold a grudge about that. <laughs> and, and Crystal would beam down a different, they each had three, Jake had four, like armored suits that Ace would fly. Wait, Jake had four? One. Jake had four, yeah. He Wait, had... I know, actually, didn't Ace have four as well? He had like, the space shuttle one, the regular. I oh know, maybe he only had three. I think he had three. Oh, uh, Max had three, yeah. and Jake, for some reason, had four, including a helicopter one, which was like, well, why does he get the helicopter? He gets uh, to fly as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he got a special treatment. He did, yeah. But he was. because yeah, him and Crystal were boning, that's why. Why are they? I, it, was, it was Ace and Crystal, wasn't it? No, Ace was always trying it on. He was, he yeah. was supposed to be the ladies' man, but actually, he was, he was just the chief. Um, I heard he likes the orangutan. Max couldn't hook up with Crystal because he just smelled fish the whole time. Uh, so, you know, Jake was the only other option. And yeah. They got it on. So he yeah, got yeah, the extra yeah. vehicle. See, so this, this is the behind the scenes stuff that you didn't find out about. Yeah. Well, th- that's my pick. I think it's a great show. I mean, as a, I imagine a fairly expensive reboot if it were to go that way. But, um, but that's my pick. That I'd love to see that actually. come back. Yeah. But when you say, let, let me just 
get this straight. When a reboot, oh. so another cartoon series of it, oh, or, anything, or a film? Anything. I'd love to just see it updated oh, okay. in any capacity. To be honest, I mean, I guess from a marketing perspective, you know, for as a you know, in terms of merchandising, that you've got, you know, kids going to want each of them, each set of armored vehicles that they come with. You know, I think it's. Certainly well, that's right. what a lot of these, a lot, a lot of those eighties um, cartoons were purely made. Because if you go back and watch a lot of them now, the storylines in them were absolute hot garbage. But they were, yeah, they they were made specifically to sell toys and to get yeah. kids, you know, to harass their parents into buying a bunch of plastic they didn't need. But yeah, it's it's um, it would be interesting to see like something like that done i don't know maybe like a cgi short series or something like that or like a darker version they're all falling on hard times ace mccall's got fat and has got a <laughs> heroin problem jake rockwell's just like lost a leg in a helicopter accident because he's supposed to stay on land he's an idiot max ray's mating with dolphins in the sea it's just really dark and gray the orangutan is now president of the United States. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't need the reboot oh, anymore. You've 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 brought them all to life beautifully, yep. vividly, imaginatively. Oh, you no, know, you. I, I'm going to go with with my suggestion quickly because you've you, but you've changed my mind. I wasn't going to do this, but now I think about it. I really want them to reboot Dallas. Transformers. <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> No, I'm, I, I was more of a uh, of a dynasty man. Ooh, look at you! So fancy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, Michael Bay will forevermore be Satan when it comes to his what him and you know that franchise did for the, the did for Ninja the, Turtles, you know, the Transformers. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, he really did as well. <laughs> did he miss? <laughs> wow, so much hate for Michael Bay. Oh. Did, he, did he do G.I. Joe as well? Who did G.I. Joe? Because there's been G.I. Joe films, which were also fairly awful. Um, it probably was him. Did it have explosions in it? <laughs> yeah. And it was Michael Bay. <laughs> Definitely Michael Bay. That said, as much as much as rag on Michael Bay, sorry to take a bit of a swerve on the subject, but I'm really looking forward to seeing the next Bad Boys film, as much as it uh, no. pains me to say it. Oh, is that Michael yeah, yeah, Bay? Yeah, Bay did the first two. Yeah. Have you not he seen... actually did. Yes, yeah, mate. One, it's got car chases and explosions in it. Of course it was Michael Bay. <laughs> did he do Heat as well? Or was that Michael Bay? Oh, May? my gosh. Dude, how could you possibly get that wrong? Yeah. Heat That's with Michael Bay. Heat with Michael Bay would have been about half an hour shorter and had a lot more explosions in it. <laughs> it would have, it actually wouldn't have been called Heat. It would have just, it would have just been called Bang. Done. <laughs> Kablooey. Kablooey. Kaboom. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I don't really, I'm not going to rant on about how bad the Transformers films were, but, you know, something that I, the nostalgia and love I had uh, from my childhood and the comics and the cartoons and the toys and they were, they weren't all bad. Uh, I don't think, you know, they, they didn't start off terrible but it they got worse and worse and the the design and the, the you know the, the overall look and feel and goofiness and strange um you know terrible actors and you know the whole the whole concept and design was was just bad and i know uh, i don't know if you guys have seen bumblebee um, no not actually well uh, it's not terrible. I mean, it's not it's not particularly a good film, but at least they because because it's set in the eighties and they've slightly retconned uh, the designs of some of the key transformers, so they actually look a bit like their original generation Gen one, one yeah. cartoon form. So there is hope. I don't I don't know if I think it actually did quite well. It, you know, in terms of gate receipts and all that kind of jazz. The Transformer movies do really well, don't they, in terms of box office? Yeah, they, 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 they make do. a lot of money. They're, they're garbage. But yeah, they, 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 I think they've made less and less money. I think they've gone off, uh, I think the last um, 
the last two films kind of dropped off a cliff oh, wow. comparatively to everything that went before. But I think Bumblebee did all right because I don't think it, it spent as much. It wasn't as high budget as the rest. But mm. I, I genuinely, it wouldn't be terrible if they continued from there. But I, I actually hope that they just completely start again um, and, and do uh, a fresh new version. Um, I also wanted to just say one thing very quickly about careful what you wish for, because for years I've wished for a version of War of the Worlds that was set in England, in Horsell Common, during the, I think it's it was originally set in the early 1900s, like 1914 or 16 or 17, because it's before the First World War. And I've always wanted a, a genuine version set in England with English actors, actresses, um, with tripods, not UFOs. And I've wanted that for possibly my entire adult life. And they recently, you know, they did the BBC version of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of the most boring and turgid load of old dobbins I think I've ever seen. <laughs> I, 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 I actually know, thought, I thought I'd heard um, good things about it. But oh, man. Maybe not. So, uh, it, uh, you just have to watch. I'm not <laughs> going to do spoilers. But, um, there are some good things about it, but there is so much talking and standing around and talking and moaning and talking that you, you, you're like, oh my God, please kill these you people. You want more explosions. When is a tripod going to appear and kill these people? I know we need Why Michael Bay. He needs more explosions. Why yeah. is Michael Bay not, not producing this because or directing it? Because it is just, you know, if, if you actually think of the, uh, the actual H.G. Wells story, there's a fair bit of quite it, it's a quite fast paced story with a lot of action that culminates in in a fairly clear ending and this you're like oh my god it's so boring it doesn't look or feel bad but and the actors are fine but you're just like kind of like oh my god they they've been sat there in in one room talking for 40 minutes i i just want to I just want to go back and start watching my my Dallas DVD box set. Hey, there it is. And on that bombshell, thank you for joining us for another episode of... I've forgotten what we are for a second now. I thought we rebooted ourselves. But yeah, Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind. I've been Dan Collicott. These guys have been TJ and Imran Mirza. Peace out.